How's it going, listeners? Welcome back to Cast. In this episode, we're going to be going over the first Alan Wake game. And for the uh, video watchers right now, we have a giant yeah. Alan Wake in the window right now. I love that. It's kind of creepy looking. There's actually music or like sound to it too. I think it was a theme. Yeah. Of the, of the game. I don't know. I don't remember the theme. I don't, actually, no, I didn't hear it, so I don't know. Oh. We got Melon in the chat too. Melon. I can't Melon? read that. What does that say? He finally gets to come to a live stream. Oh, yeah. Well, we're doing it earlier this week because... I'm busy this weekend. He's busy. Um, I think last podcast we talked about having snow, I think. But we had it, uh, our first snow. And we're in the we're in the northeast. So you'd think it'd be more common. Yeah, I know. Not in the past three years. I had to drive home in that, and it was really annoying. Yeah, Zevi. Alan, wake. Yeah. Alan. The highways. Wake. Like I went the highway, and usually the highways are more clear, but there's a lot of people on the highway. Yeah, and so I was stuck going like ten miles an hour for Actually, a while. So it was, I got off. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I so I went on a. This was yesterday. I went on a. Wait, no. Um, yeah, it was yesterday. I think I went on a walk, and um, at the trail, and it had snowed on Sunday, and it had rained on Monday as well as mm. melted the snow. And there's this trail that we that's in our town. This is what it looked like. That's the benches. Is that ice or is that that's water? water? Wow. That's the bench area. Is that, is that the river? Yeah. That's crazy. What? It was completely. It was everything was just flooded. Just crazy. Staying um on, on track for the game, but that reminds me of the flooding in Alan Wake too. Like there are these sections of the area that are completely flooded by the river. Oh and you yeah. You can't access them at first, and then later on you go back once it, the flooding recedes. That's the second game I haven't played yet. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about the first game only, not even the DLCs. Well, we'll discuss the we'll DLCs. We'll mention the DLCs because it's a part of the first game. We'll have a spoiler section, which you couldn't find the banner for it. So yeah. Just don't skip ahead. Yeah. We'll, we'll have just, to we'll have to put we'll chapters give in. I'll put um, chapters in when I publish it. So something about a Switch 2 potentially launching? I saw that, yeah. Yeah, something about is it. Is that a Switch 2 or is it a Switch Pro? So there's a lot of rumors right now. There's also rumors about a PS5 Pro that's supposedly they're announcing this month mm. i don't know i don't see the need for it honestly mm-hmm. like what more could they add some people say there's 8k support but who has an 8k tv yeah well i mean it's interesting because it's not about the games them like the playstation itself it's about the developers taking advantage of the hardware mm. so it's like well what was the only game that had trouble was it um you were Final fantasy to- 16 yeah you said it was awful i just played the demo and i i i was thinking about getting it yeah. And as soon as I played the demo, I'm like, there's no way I'm buying this. This is, mm. I don't know how people play it, play it like this. Know. But you know what's uh, kind of on the 8K thing? I saw recently on a news report or whatever. Did you guys see that LG released like its first transparent TV? I didn't see that, no. It looks really? insane. I mean, I don't know oh. why you would buy it. I mean, maybe for like the minimalist look, but I think it's like way is it like up there. Is it like a paper TV? It's literally like... I mean, it's it's transparent. It's like if you had a glass in front of you, but you could see like so weird, uh, like Star Wars holograms. Kind yeah, of basically. Huh. I saw a thumbnail from a Linus Tech Tips video where he had like a two hundred inch TV or something insane, like the biggest in the world, and it was like I am keeping this TV or something. Was the Did they send it to him for free? I don't know. They probably gave him for free. You know what's weird? Speaking on the YouTuber thing, Matt Pat is leaving YouTube. I saw that. Plus, there yeah. was that. I don't know the other guy. You guys know who I'm talking about? The other guy love left YouTube. Yeah, uh, Tom I, Scott. Yeah, I never knew. I never. I didn't oh, know him. Yeah, made. Ben There's was also another guy. Um, yeah. he did like those meme song videos. Uh, the bald guy. 
I'm sure you guys have seen him. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking I forget, about. I don't remember his name. Oh, Meat Canyon's taking a break. Oh, is he? Yeah, from at least like the content that we know him for. Um, it's sad. Yeah, I forget what the Beyond the Golden Seth, Arches. Seth, Papa Meat. Something I gotta look him up now. Papa Meat is yeah, I'm, yeah, Melon. <laughs> um, why am I drawing a blank on his last name? Don't make you cry again. Oh, you know that the guy that's kind of like Linus Tech Tips, but he has gray hair. Was, was he the guy that um? He also makes like computer stuff. Yeah, He's, was he the guy that covered the uh, that one situation between Actman and the other dude? I don't know if. You know about I that? Have no clue. Oh. This guy. I uh, don't know. Yeah, he does, like, I, I recognize these him. little like songs, like really like not low quality, but he like makes recreates the songs by like hitting things and on the wall or whatever. Like he oh. um he's pretty big. He was leaving as well. It's just a weird start to the year. Like there's just so much happening. Yeah, Melon got it. Seth Everman. I mean, Smosh is back. Well, they've been back. They went oh, back they have been year. back. But. but it's just a weird. Like it's just. I feel like it's gonna be a weird year. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, which I haven't watched the MadPat video, but from what I read, he's just being in the creative department. Mm -hmm. He just won't be, like, the face anymore. Yeah. He's going to be, like, storyboarding and stuff, I but think. But do you think mm -hmm. the channel's going to go downhill after that? I don't know. Like, do people watch for him or do people watch for the theories? So I think oh. I think a part of them likes the way he he narrates the videos. Yeah. yeah. But there's another guy that's been doing it for a while. I can't remember his name, but I think he's taking the reins. Which I've seen those before, and he talks exactly the same. Mm. So I think it's just the scripting mainly. I think that was mm. on purpose too. Yeah. Um. You watched for Matt Pat. It's funny. Steamboat. Steamboat Willie. I stopped watching Game Theory as much. Like I, I looked at Film Theory to see if there's any relevant stuff every once in a while. But once he started doing all the FNAF ones, it was it was too much. I actually so don't think I've watched a full Game Theory video. I've, I've never, I've never actually of, watched a full one before. I don't. I watched the food theory actually, just like on the side. Hmm. Mm. Um. But yeah, he made he made too many FNAF videos. Like, oh, there's just it's just too much. Changed Ridiculous. all the time. But yeah, Steamboat Willie, I guess why? Because the mouse, the Minnie Mouse or uh, Mickey Mouse thing. Mickey Mouse didn't go public. It was Steamboat Willie that went public. Oh, okay. Because um, Steamboat Willie came out. What? When? When was it? So it was that like, isn't Mickey Mouse. No, it's not. It's Steamboat Willie. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse was made like years after. Steamboat so is Willie. Steamboat Willie related to Mickey Mouse? No, it was a separate IP that turned into Mickey Mouse. Is Steamboat Willie breedable? <laughs> what have you seen? The, have you seen those <laughs> videos? Have you seen those videos on YouTube where they're like, "Is this person breedable?" <laughs> That's something we got to clip. So random. <laughs> I can't load the Alan Wake thing on here for some reason. Oh, I'm, Alan. That's weird. I'm going to data. Wake. Um, is that the mobile? Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Melvin, <laughs> Steamboat Willie. Um, <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I don't know. I, they're also making a horror movie. A Steamboat mm, Willie horror movie? I'm pretty sure no, no, it was no. a meme that Actually, they were making a horror movie. I thought that was real. I don't know. I mean, most likely because every time characters like that go... Or their patent runs out, or whatever it's called. Their uh, copyright. That's People how they make uh, horror movies out of it. That's how they're getting away with that mouse game. I yeah. didn't know it until recently. Oh, really? But yeah, because they, they couldn't actually like come out with it for a while until they had the rights to that, and so they're going to use some of his likeness in that or something. I wonder mm. how you even differentiate that. No idea. Like, Mickey Mouse has red pants. Like, just make it black, black and, white and white, and you're all good. I, guess. I always yeah. thought it was Mickey Mouse. That's weird. 
yeah, it pretty much was. I don't I, know. I think, great. what is it? Um, Walt Disney or whatever came out with Steamboat Willie, and I don't know if it was his idea for Mickey Mouse. I think it was he made Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse was made by someone else. Oh, something I didn't mention earlier when we talked about the Switch 2 is the rumor is it's going to be 120 hertz. Mm. I don't know <laughs> if it can even hit that. I doubt it because the games don't even take advantage of the, well the hardware's outdated so the games can't actually take advantage of the hardware you have mm. to do like a whole rehaul yeah have to be like they need to completely... make like ps5 internals in that thing to make yeah. it even viable or, or for at least steam deck internals at the very least yeah but for a new console with 120 hertz there needs to be some major changes well, even mm-hmm. steam deck doesn't hit 120 right no, no, but the um the the new one does. It does ninety or ninety. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Man, that must look really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I really want. I wanted to get one eventually. Mm. Like indie games probably run, like look amazing on it because mm-hmm. of like yeah. it's just a steady ninety pretty much. Mm. I think that's um, it for the uh, yeah the opening stuff. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh well, there's the Star Citizen thing. Oh, that's crazy. Mm. Star Citizen released what they're calling the everyday or the everything bundle, which is forty thousand dollars. <gasps> Just like straight what? up forty thousand dollars. That's crazy. I mean, they've made like six hundred million dollars at this point. What are they even <laughs> doing? I I so they're making a universe that's like made right, no procedural generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and apparently like. Some things are kind of impressive, but also there's not a whole lot to even do. I mean, the people that play it are, like, obsessed with it. It's, like, a very small community, but those are the people that are shilling out thousands of dollars for spaceships. 644 million. 644. That's almost a billion dollars. I don't even know how that's possible, honestly. Like, who is spending money on this game? That? What are they doing with this? I feel like they're just role-playing. I feel like it's they're mostly not, yeah. role players. Most of that is not going to the game. Yeah, definitely they're, not. They're spending on themselves or something. They don't need to make anything good if people are still paying it. I guess that's the yeah. same with all developers. Like, if they make a, a subpar product and people buy it, why make something that's worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. $40,000 for DLC. And that's only for people who already spent $1,000 in game. So it's for the people who are just have so much money they don't know what to do with it. Which I mean, I don't know. CSGO should do that. CSGO, honestly. People do that already though. I wonder how much money CSGO makes per day. I'm really curious. Uh, They're not a public company, so it might not even be public, Mm -hmm. all that data. Well, you could probably, there's probably sites that take into account of how much money they make by crates. The Steam is on, or uh, you purchase it through Steam now or? The is crates it? you purchase through Steam and the keys you purchase through Steam, but there's like a, a secondary online shop where you could buy skins separately. Well, that's third party. Yeah, it's third party. Hmm. But the 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 crates and the there are you can buy skins on Steam, but most people go through the third party ones, hmm. which super sketchy. For yeah. whatever this site is, it says they make fifty four million a month on just CS:GO cases alone. People are people are like it's not gambling. That's literally what That's gambling crazy. is. I I don't understand. It's so annoying. I I keep seeing these um YouTube titles for like all these gambling scams. How are people still doing this? Like I've been seeing this for like ten years. What gambling? Yeah, these like YouTubers will set up like a CS:GO site for buying crates or whatever, and they're just scam sites. Like, I don't. Why know. would you ever go to any one of those? 
And why are people still getting away with this? Because it works still. I don't know. Fortunately, it's just it's crazy to me. Um, but yeah, so let's get into Alan Wake. Yeah, um, Alan. just the preferences. I uh, so I I didn't beat the game. Um, I got to chap the end of chapter six, and then chapter five, chapter five, end of chapter five, and there's six chapters in the game, and then I got just fed up with um. I just got fed up with it, yeah. So. Um, it's which, old. The game is from 2010. It's old, yeah. and it's janky sometimes. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy the gameplay. Chuck really. played it a while ago, right? Well, what happened with, or I basically started it, played through until chapter three, and then stopped playing for, I, I don't know why, maybe another game came out. I remember that. And, it, and then I just kind of stopped. And then, like a month or two later, I started from chapter four to six. So then, maybe that's how I it was. It was easier for me to get through it because I did half one month, and I took a break, and then I did another half later on. I did it all in one sitting, though. And it the weird thing is, like I enjoyed the story a lot, um, and it was almost like two different things. Like there was like the cutscenes and stuff, which were still old, but I'd watch through, and then it would go to the gameplay, which is like very repetitive. And doesn't change much. Like the music's very repetitive too. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a two separate things. Like there's like the show oh. aspect, and then there's the game. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't really care for the gameplay either. Um, I like I got annoyed at a lot of parts, but like the the story is what kept me going. Well, that's what yeah. I mentioned to Caleb the other day. I said that's how I felt with the Uncharted games. The, the story first three. kept you going. The story was like, oh, this is awesome. I love this. Mm-hmm. And then I get to a gameplay section. I'm like, yeah, really, yeah. I think that's a. It's the thing with the older games. Like when I played Uncharted years ago, I, I didn't notice the gameplay nearly as much because mm-hmm. that's kind of how games were back then. But now we're so used to like God of War gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the new Alan Wake gameplay is amazing. Oh, oh yeah, so. it is. Like when I played The Evil Within 1, I tried playing on Steam Deck on the TV and you were watching. What? It was so janky. Was like, janky. I couldn't get through it, especially after playing Resident Evil. And yeah. like... It was a huge difference. Like, it just wasn't fun to play. I mean, people that say that the, these older games, which, I mean, they're really good, but people say that they love to play these older games and all these different things, it's mostly nostalgia mm. with, yeah. with the gameplay. Certain games. Like, there are certain games we played when we were younger that aren't janky. Like, a lot of games are just, they might have some outdated stuff, but the entire game isn't jank. Mm-hmm. Like, Terraria. When did that come out? Like, 2011. 2011? Yeah. Like that game still holds up because yeah. they've mm-hmm. added to it and improved it and stuff. I mean, like they've that. updated the graphics. The graphics are updated. Yeah. It's since like, like Journey's End, I think. Hmm. It doesn't have insane graphics, but Yeah. Um, it's a pixel game. Oh, what was I gonna say? Um oh, so we'll we'll get to the like what it is in a second, but you also played the remaster. Yeah. Which has major mm. graphical issues. Yeah, re- the remaster's not good at all. Like Every few seconds or, 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 yeah, every few seconds or so. Um, it flashbangs you. Yeah. It, it, there's, it'll, it'll do like a flash on the screen or some item will like clip and then like cover your screen. Like there was one point where I was fighting and everything turned black. I think you guys were watching. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy. Like I don't understand how that Like was a released. light will just flicker, but it would glitch flicker and yeah. your whole screen would like light up for a second. I yeah, mean, like it wasn't so game weird. breaking really. I mean, I kind of got past that. That wasn't what what made me like quit. It was really just the gameplay. 
and I would have recommended you played the original, but you also got the remaster for free. Yeah. Through the Epic sale. So like, mm-hmm. might as well just play that because mm-hmm. I bought the original for like $2 and I didn't have any issues like that at all. Mm-hmm. It was actually, I was surprised that like it had high frame rate support and stuff like that. That's crazy. Like, no issues. Um, And then like the remaster, which came out two or three years ago. Has tons. I'm th- mm-hmm. Did Bioshock, any of the Bioshock games, were they uncapped frame rates? I or were those 60? I think they were uncapped. I think uncapped, yeah. Those games were, those games hold up. Oh, yeah. And those yeah. are old. And those, that, that still very good. 2008? Yeah, they were pretty 2008, old. 2008, 2009? hmm yeah. I know a lot of people actually like the Alan Wake gameplay. Basically, what it is, is you're fighting the darkness, which is, we'll get to the spoiler section later, but they have, they're, surrounded by darkness and you have to shine your flashlight on them first and then you have to shoot them when the darkness shield is gone mm-hmm. um but the flashlight control is really weird um did you play with keyboard or keyboard i was gonna play with mm-hmm. controller but uh i play with keyboard and mouse i wasn't able to connect it for some reason mm. huh um the um we should probably go over the basic story so yeah um for those who don't know it's uh it follows alan wake um he's a very popular writer, kind of like Stephen King or something. Um, and he goes to this small town for a break because he's unable to write his next book. Um, him and his wife. They go to this cabin and then, I don't know, stuff happens and things get weird, I guess. Um, but yeah, the darkness is the main, like, evil or something. I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't find it that interesting. I, I thought it was, I keep comparing it to The Root from Remnant. I yeah. cause I like, don't like when you say that because like to me because I didn't finish the story so I don't know everything I don't know all the lore to me at the start I'm like the root I, is so bad I was even joking with Kale I was like oh no the darkness like mm. when they would throw these like when the darkness would start controlling like the big items and I'm like oh my gosh get the like, giant tobacco yeah it's like this tobacco it's like this it nameless thing coming after you that doesn't have any like motive but again I don't know the whole story because I never finished the game so mm-hmm. yeah so I'm we're gonna be careful to talk like not to spoil before the spoiler section, but um, basically the darkness isn't an entity itself. It's a dimension. Mm. Um, And I'll, I'll stop there for now, but um, the people you're killing are real people that were mind controlled by the darkness. Oh, so it's not like these faceless enemies. Like these are real people that are corrupted by it. Mm. So it's basically like, the army of the overall evil, which there's a there's a lot of theories and like other stuff like that about it, um, but it's it's way more interesting than, than the root from Remnant, which is just like I don't even know what they are. It exists. Yeah, like what is even, what is the goal? Why like why is it trying to take over stuff? And it came back in the second game. Yeah, even well, though you killed it. Like why is it back randomly? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as generic as it might seem on the surface, not this like faceless evil, like with zero motive or whatever. There's more stuff about it that we'll talk in the spoiler section. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, plus control gives even more backstory to everything. I'm very excited to play control next. Yeah. Um, but these are, these are remedy games. Remedy studios made these. Um, and Sam Lake is the creative director and you saw this guy at the game awards. Mm -hmm. He was the, the Finnish guy. Um, he also was the face of Max Payne. Um, and you're going to see him a lot more, mm-hmm. like his face in various, like, different areas. He pops up a lot in these little cameos. Um, 
And he's more than just a cameo in Alan Wake 2. Oh, though. I know, but I, I don't want to spoil things. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, basically, he they sold Max Payne to Rockstar, but they still want that property, sort of. Like, they still want to use it. And that became Alex Casey, which are the books Alan Wake wrote. Hmm. So, basically, he wrote the Max Payne books. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, those are, like, his his bestsellers. Um, yeah, and there's there's... So after the Alan Wake one, there's American Nightmare, which is a standalone game, which you're not probably not going to play. Chug didn't even play. It. I didn't play it. Um, we could even go over briefly in this one. Um, but then there's Control in the same universe, and then there's also Alan Wake two, the newest. But then there's Quantum Break, mm-hmm. which is a Microsoft-owned property. Right. So they can't use some of the the names of people in that. So what they did in Alan Wake two is they've slightly changed some of the names of people, even though they're the same characters from Quantum Break. Mm. And it's... What I like about the Remedy games is because is they put a lot of creative effort into everything. Yeah. Like, all the music they make for the game. Mm. None of the music you hear is, like, just, like, random licensed music. They made it for the game. Yeah. Um, in Alan Wake 2, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really good parts in Control as well. Um, but they, they really focus on art in the games. Uh, so there's like the there's that there's a storytelling and just being creative about it um and it's an experience mm-hmm. mainly it's an experience that you can theorize about and like there is an interesting story but there isn't like one resolution like you don't you don't see the end of the story and be like oh okay that makes sense it's more like it makes more questions mm-hmm. about the overall universe um control is like that um so don't expect to like have things explained but it introduces more things into the universe that you can talk about and theorize about and all this stuff. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I have less appreciation for it because I'm playing the first installment and I don't have that context from control and Alan Wake two. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean getting five chapters in, I don't know five. I was nearly done with chapter five and I still felt like I was fighting like this faceless random enemy so i think i mean once even I when you get to the end valmic i'm not gonna spoil right now but even when you get to the end it still leaves you confused hmm. which is a good thing it lets you like yeah. kind of watch videos on it i like like we like those types of things though yeah yeah i mean I, I do too i i don't know well th- yeah i i know exactly what you mean and that if i had played Alan wake one years ago without any other context i'd be like it's a it's a okay game like yeah for the time, the gameplay was fun for some people, annoying for others, but it wasn't standout except for maybe the story. I'm right. like, I really like Barry. Um, yeah, he's a good character. Mm-hmm. He's Barry's really the, the best character from that. But there are a lot of other characters, like the old guys. Um, oh, yeah, the hammer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah oh, that's, <laughs> so that was good. really funny. Um, There's the sheriff. The sheriff, she's okay. she, she's was, a pretty she was an okay character. She's sort of... You don't see her again, but like you see... Uh, there's a lot of like spoilers and stuff, um, uh, but like there's the wife, the wife, yeah, and then Alawake himself, which I find okay. I so he's way more interesting in two. Basically, yeah. he's a a rich, stuck up guy, like writer. He has more money than he knows knows what to do with. He just parties all the time, and kind of a jerk most of the time. And kind of this story throws him in the middle of like something where he actually has responsibility to fix, and it's more of like a 
his actual character arc with him where he goes from being this uncaring person to actually like doing things for the greater good. Mm. Um, I didn't know he was a partier or maybe I didn't have that. You didn't get to that scene in the apartment later on where I think you said he was live action. I don't know. There's there's a lot of live action sections where like he was saying how hungover he was when he was wearing the glasses. Yeah. Because he was partying all night and his wife left him a message saying like you collapsed when you got home because you uh, were so drunk and stuff like that huh. um and lots of other stuff like he he was rude to barry on the phone a little bit mm. and just random stuff like that yeah um huh. yeah i mean he's a he's a pretty good character um you can't really take the first game alone really yeah i mean i'm i'm like i have to watch videos and you know but I, from what i heard i mean it, it seems like there's a lot of details woven into the game like i know you were saying there are these manuscript pages that you pick up and those will kind of give you an insight into what could or what will happen later yeah all the pages you pick up tell you what is about to happen Mm. so like you read the page and it talks about how a guy burst through the wall with a chainsaw and at the end of the level that happens stuff like that so you can generally expect what's what's coming next Mm -hmm. um there's nothing majorly like no major surprises in the gameplay, like the the stupid inanimate objects that fly at you. Yeah, that, that one bridge part. Uh, where you're trying to run across the. Oh yeah, you're running across the bridge and these the these things these objects are just getting hurled at you. Yeah, and you basically annoying. have to like, it's trial and error. You basically have to figure out the ones that go first, and then kill those. And if you don't kill them in time, they kill you. And then you're like, it's. Well, the thing really is, annoying. you have flares, and there's one shot those usually. So yeah, but I never wanted to waste my flares. Yeah, I would mm. use them on like groups of like actual annoying enemies. Oh, I only use flares on that stuff because it one shots them, and then the actual enemies, I would use the like the handheld flares. Mm. I'd say the the gameplay is just repetitive. Like mm-hmm. thinking back on it now, it's the same process where you hold your flashlight on a person till the shield breaks and you shoot them. And it just happens over and over. And then there are these sequences, and it's probably an old game thing, but there's these sequences where it's like, help me, I have to open the door, make sure I'm safe. And then you have to fight these waves. Yeah. Like, Destiny. oh my goodness, yeah. What um, is it? The, uh, I don't, the good thing that um, Alamic 2 does, is it gets rid of that annoying, like, oh, look, the camera aims at all the enemies that are coming at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and, and it's like four or five times per like area that you go through. Yeah, that is weird. And That's it's a like, holdover from Max Payne. It's it, very annoying. Mm. Max Payne would walk into a room and it would zoom in on all these enemies walking out of a door. And then he could do like the slow-mo bullet time, which they're the first people to do bullet time in a game. Huh. Um, but that's a holdover from that. And they stopped doing that after that game. Yeah, that was... Which is good. That is pretty weird. It's really, it was really annoying after a while. Yeah, American Nightmare is actually a very different game. Completely different. Is it, um... The gameplay is actually fun. Is it Alan Wake? Yeah. It's him? It is him. Hmm. Um, so whenever we get to spoilers, we'll talk about that, because it is a spoiler. I mean, I have... <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Okay. Um, from, from a... From a... Well, I'll say this. From a... From a standpoint of I have no context on the second game, Control, or... What was the other one? Phantom... Quantum, quantum break quantum break it's mediocre to me mm-hmm. but i think from what i hear from jay and kill it seems like with all the context the universe is super interesting yeah so. it is it's like 
they they took a lot of inspiration from SCP, especially in Control. And it's like only playing that one SCP game we played with the the dragon and stuff. Remember that really boring one we played? Dragon? Yeah, oh, the, there be the dragon stories. One. Uh, SCP secret files. Yeah, the little kid narrating it. Ah, uh, the dragon. There were like the the origami it. dragons, and then the there was the, oh the, the, yeah, the carousel and the elephants or whatever. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Well, some of those were good. Yeah, but, but it's like getting your overall opinion about the SCP universe about that one yeah. game. Um, and like just it was old. The gameplay wasn't great and stuff. Yeah, like even though there was good stuff about it. But the rest of the universe as a whole and, and the other games are actually good. And if you get the remaster, get it on console and not on PC. Yeah, definitely. Play the, play the non-remaster haven't fixed on PC. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, let's jump into spoilers. Right. And then you guys can spoil me. Give a, a longer section for spoilers, just in case people need to catch up or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, and spoilers start now. Okay. So let's, go. let's recap from the beginning, I guess. So what happens at the beginning is um, Alan Wake and his wife are on a boat. That's where it starts, right? Or is mm-hmm. it in a car? Uh, it's a, it's a, what is it? It's called? a dream sequence. Both. That sequence? It starts out right in t- in the action, and you're like fighting something. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It is a dream sequence. And then Alan Wake, mm-hmm. she says, "Alan, wake up," which you always quote. Alan, oh. wake. Yeah. She says, "Wake up." But. And then he wakes up in the car, and like they're on the way to vacation in Bright Falls, Washington. I think it is. I think I so. Um. And then they get on a ferry and they talk to people, which on the boat, you talk to uh, Pat Main, who is the radio guy. Mm-hmm. And then he, you see, hear him on the radio all the time. Yeah. And some of his radio conversations are pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he's even in Alan Wake 2, even oh. older and like kind of senile. And some of those conversations are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like this really like almost morbid storyline with him. I, I don't know if you remember or not. Uh... Is it the beef jerky? Oh yeah, I it's in Alan Wake two, so oh, like, okay. we'll have to talk about it later. But I, don't know, I have to I have to like watch a video on Alan Wake two again. Mm. Yeah, it's there's so many different things in that game. But the also uh, like he does the radio stuff, so like they did a lot of like voice work with the radio and just had fun with it. You could mm-hmm. tell he had fun with it. And then they also have Night Springs, which is a Twilight Zone clone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make like little mini episodes that are like five minutes long. They even replicated the intro to Twilight Zone and stuff. Yeah. The guy who sort of sounds like it. It'll be on the TV plane every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we find out later is Alan Wake started off his writing career writing for Night Springs. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, so that, that's how he kicked off his whole career. He wrote a few episodes. Mm. Um, but they get to Bright Falls and they go into the diner. And there's a girl named Rose there. She kind of like freaks out over him because she's his biggest fan or whatever she With says. With the cardboard cutout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he goes into the back to get the key to the place they're staying, and the super creepy lady gives him the key, which I don't know how he thought that was normal. Yeah. Like, the way she handed him the key, it was, like, between her fingers, and she, like, flipped it up. Like, zoomed in on her face, all creepy, but anyway, he just takes the key, like, it was nothing, and then they go to the cabin, and you find out that the only reason they're there is because his wife set him up with an appointment with a doctor because he wasn't unable to write. He like he had writer's block. Mm-hmm. And she tricked him into going to see a psychiatrist, basically. Yeah, I thought that was super, like, Yeah, and so they fight. And then he leaves the house and hears her screaming, which she's also, like, has a huge phobia of the dark. Mm-hmm. So, like, the lights turn off, so she starts screaming. But then he gets up there, and next thing you know, he's waking up on the side of the road after crashing a car. Well, she, um, he goes to the porch. 
but then he dives in the water because she fell. Mm. Yeah, that's when he technically entered. Yeah. So what? Let's start from there because after that point where the wife, I don't know if she did or not, quote unquote, fell off the porch into the water. Um, what does that even mean? So, so when he jumped in the water, did, did he go to another dimension? Yes. Yeah, so there's there's a dimension called the dark place, which is a very generic name, but that's what they kind of nicknamed it. Um, and it's a dimension where the we don't know who's the overall person who controls the entity, but there are a lot of entities in that dimension. And specifically, one entity is called the Dark Presence. It's like mm-hmm. some sort of overall being that lives in that world, because there's quite a few. Um, and there's there's more backstory we'll have to get to in a second. Um, but basically, the entity uses art that's like truly like from imagination to actually change reality. Hmm. So he uses Alan Wake's writing to change the world and kind of infect the world with a dark presence. The real world. Yeah. It it really can't affect the real world by itself, but it needs like truly, truly creative expression that is actually like dramatic enough. Like you can't just write like an Alan Wake is invincible and has a machine gun and all these things. Like he had to actually create a story that made sense. So he wrote the entire story of Alan Wake 2. Everything that would happen to him, like him crashing the car. Alan Wake 1? Or Alan Wake 1 is what I mean. Mm. Him crashing the car, uh, all these things. Because the old lady forced him to, to write a story that would, let, that would free her. But while he was in the Dark Presence, um, another person or entity in there named Thomas Zane talked to him and told him what was happening. And made him kind of snap out of it. Because he was actually working for the Dark Presence. He made all that stuff happen. So Thomas Zane was the writer. Did he get trapped in that dimension? Yeah. So there's there's a lot of backstory in him. But I'll just go over the Alan Wake's part first. So like he, Thomas Zane comes to him and says like, you need to actually like write. Like here's here's how you can write yourself out of the story. Like get out of the Dark Presence and save your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so he finds a way like within writing. He mostly wrote like the Dark Presence was winning, but then slowly put like little things in there saying like and like how he's going to win. Mm-hmm. So he he gets out and all these things happen. Like there's a helicopter that Barry and the, the copper in and that crashes. But he wrote that to happen. Hmm. But he also wrote that they survived. So he makes it dramatic oh, okay. to the point where like it's believable enough because you can't just say, oh, and Alan Wake's the hero. He runs in and kills everything. In the end. So, OK. So those those periods where you see on the TV, I think it is, where he's writing, is that him in the real world writing? That's him in the dark presence. Writing. Yeah. So, oh, so he's seeing himself in the dark presence. You're playing as his story. You're playing as a story, and you get sneak peeks of him writing the story in the dark presence world. So basically he goes in, he writes the story, and in that story he wrote, he gets out, mm-hmm. crashes the car, and that's where where the start of his book begins. So he, from there, needs to remember like what's happening because he actually wrote himself to have amnesia in the story. So he actually, he wrote the story, left, crashed the car, then begun the story that he wrote. Yeah, and he knew oh, he wow. needed to go back because he needed to save his wife. His wife was stuck there, but he was able to write himself out of the story. Okay. So he basically has to figure out how to stop her, but he has no memory of it because that's what he wrote. So all those things that happened were 
written into the story. Um, and then that doctor, um, the doctor who kidnapped him mm-hmm. was actually a friend of Thomas Zane's. Oh. And what he was doing was he was basically kidnapping um, people who were creative oh. and had powers and trying to use them to control the dark presence for himself. Wow. Like the old guys who are the old gods of Asgard, mm-hmm. um, they have special powers where they can actually see the future and stuff. Mm. Because they drank um, moonshine they made from the waters of the lake. Oh. So they actually gain powers that way, like gain sight and stuff like that. So what happens at the end of the game? Because I got to the point where I was going towards the power station there in the helicopter. I didn't see him crash yet. Um, yeah, so there's a helicopter. Uh, they they're, they go to the old gods of Asgard, and they find out that the song says to find the lady of the night or mm-hmm. the light or whatever. That's the lady that was at the beginning of the game and was like, don't go in the back there. There's evil things. Oh, yeah. She was actually a... She had a huge crush on Thomas Zane. And he had communicated with her um, to that she needs to do these certain things. Um, so, like, he told her how to survive the dark presence. And she built this room, like, in a vault. What'd she call it? Like, the light room or... The room of... I thought it was the, the room of light or something like that. The well-lit room. Well-lit room. Mm, it yeah. was, like, a basically this giant vault that had lights on it and, like, no shadows at all. So nothing can get to it. Um, do you remember when he told his wife the story of how he was a kid... And his mom gave him the little light switch to yeah. mm-hmm. called the clicker. So they get to this this um the well lit room and there's a shoe box and it has the clicker in it. And like he has no idea how it even got there. Because you find out that Thomas Zane, who was a poet previously, had originally written or found a way into the dark presence, and his girlfriend Barbara Jagger got stuck in there. So he went in after her to find her and ended up, he, he thought he set her free. So his, his dramatic story was writing himself and the island out of existence. So the island mm-hmm. vanished. That's how everyone says it vanished 50 years ago. So he, he basically wrote, er, erased himself from existing anywhere except for like this higher plane or whatever. Huh. So like there's still a lot of mystery around him. But he he sent Barbara Jagger out, but he didn't do it in a way that was smart. So he actually let the dark presence out oh. in the form of that old lady who was Barbara Jagger. Oh. So he wrote her out of the story, but didn't do it in the correct way. So then he started he wrote another one where he had planned for Alan Wake when Alan Wake was born to do this. What? So he wrote the clicker story. He wrote that his mom gave him the clicker. He wrote Alan Wake into existence too? That's up to debate right now. It's possible. Wow. Some people say he's a reincarnation of Thomas Zane or something. Mm. Um, but he, at the very least, because basically with the story, you can't create things out of nothing. You can only change reality. Mm. So like if someone's already named Alan Wake, then you could possibly say an Alan Wake like goes to the store and that person would go to the store and then your writing is coming true. Mm. Um, But basically he wrote the clicker in advance and then I don't even know how he got the clicker. Um, Oh, Alan Mm. Wake gave it to his wife at the cabin, right? Mm. Did he? Oh, wait for, I thought he did unless that was, unless his wife had it with her. That's okay. That's how it happened. He had given it to his wife when he told her the story and she must've had it on her in the cabin so it ended up in the dark presence, 
but one thing that Thomas Zane wrote into the story was that uh, there's a loophole that anything that's in a shoebox can be like sent through different realities. So he sent it through a shoebox mm. to Alan Wake. Um, and so he gets the clicker and then he makes his way to the dark presence. Like he says goodbye to Barry and like Barry's all sad and stuff. Cause he thinks he's going to die and all that. Um, you actually don't see Barry again. Barry, he's not dead, but like he's off doing his own thing. Um, and then Alan Wake goes to the dark presence. He finds Barbara Jagger in there and he uses the clicker and kills, um, oh. kills Barbara Jagger, kills the dark presence, setting his wife free, but trapping himself in the dark place permanently. Oh, so he's now in the dark place and he starts writing a book called return where he's going to get himself out. Mm. Um, that's the second game. Yes, sort of. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's like half of it. Mm. So the DLCs are him in the dark place. So it starts out in the dark place. Um, Thomas Zane comes to him and he's wearing the scuba suit because he like he used to like go scuba diving down there and stuff. That's how he found the dark place to begin with. Um, and he he goes to him and says, like, I'm not actually Thomas Zane. I'm like a, an entity like. Controlled by him or something, but he tells him what he needs to do. And so what happens is Alan's like personalities are separated. So like the part of him that's like fear is separated somewhere else. And then the part of him that like actually takes action is somewhere else. So in that first DLC, he goes and finds the fear part of him and they like merge or whatever. Mm. Cause that one's like literally crippled, like laying on the floor, can't do anything. Huh. So he like, he has to go and find like these other parts of himself or whatever. And then that's the, the first DLC. The second one, um, I don't even remember what the point of it was, but you fight um, some creature not creature, but like some version of the entity. Um, and you fight like Barry and stuff as a, as a manifestation of his own thoughts. Cause the dark place like uses your own thoughts against you. Hmm. Um, so basically I think that's when it talks about return, the ending the he starts writing return because hmm. huh. the, the DLCs are basically him like learning how the dark place works and coming to grips with it. And hmm. then he, he starts writing return and you also see the Dark Presence is sending out a doppelganger of Alan Wake out to the real world called Mr. Scratch. Huh. So, like, Mr. Scratch is, like, the, that's a name for the devil, um, Old Scratch or whatever. But also it means, like, he scratches out Alan's writings and changes it. Oh. So he he's able to change Alan's writings. Huh. Um, so then I guess... People the, also said that his name could be... Like, the, how you pronounce his name or something is, like... This sounds like someone's scratching on a piece of paper or something. There's like a lot of like iterations of it. Hmm. It's weird. So then that takes us to the deal, uh, American Nightmare, which is a failed attempt of Alan Wake of getting out. Um, it's actually a Night Springs episode. And it actually starts off with Barry watching Night Springs. And that's like the last time you see Barry. But you hear him on the radio and stuff in that game. Hmm. And that game is basically a time loop that goes over like three times it loops. And then you play it similarly, but the people still remember that it's a time loop, so they, like, help you out in between. Hmm. And then at the very end, he kills Scratch, which I kind of wish we could pull up the video that I sent you of Scratch dancing. Yeah. He's, he's really weird in that game. Like, he, he's dancing to music, and he's a serial killer. Huh. And so he's killing people. Um, but technically, that version of Scratch was written in by Alan, so that's why he appeared in that way. So like he he killed that version of Scratch, but that was like a different one that he wrote and came up with. Mm. Um, 
so yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. Wow. I uh have to go to the bathroom really bad. But let's, <laughs> okay. wrap, let's wrap this up. Um yeah, I mean, wow, that's a lot to go over. Uh it definitely sounds more interesting now hearing the the full context of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know there was a dark presence. I didn't know there was a dark realm. And then the dark presence is separate. But it's also interesting to know that there's other entities in that dark realm. And there are many other realms. Yeah, that's in, interesting. in the universe. It, at least in control, there you can see that I won't spoil it, but like there are these there's this place where you can there are these doors with symbols on it. There are like six or seven doors, something like that. And the dark presence has its own symbol. And there's all these other symbols that haven't even been like wow, like tapped into yet. And you do go to at least one or two other realms in control. Huh. Um and then like the old gods of Asgard, they actually might be like the Thor and Odin. Oh wow. Uh they're the rest of their band, their names are like um uh Mimir and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. forget. Like they all have actual names like that. Mm-hmm. And there are other like god characters. Mm. Um so yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff about that that you'll have to play control and it's really confusing. Yeah. Um you, th- you get thrown into it and you're like, I don't even know what's happening right now. Yeah, I'll have to watch a video. But, but um yeah. Yeah. That's right. We're excited to get into the rest of the, the games because yeah. they just expand on it and are way more interesting. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do Control next, so then we'll do Alan Wake 2, and I think slowly we'll be able to all talk about the story as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, And then there are two Alan Wake DLCs that we haven't played yet because they haven't come out, and we can talk about those later oh, wow. this year. Well, all right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you in the next episode. <laughs>